The Living Traditions Festival is back Friday, May 17th through Sunday, May 19th at Washington Square Park in downtown Salt Lake City. You will find a global food court, live music, performances, art, workshops, Bohemian Brewery, and stuff for kids. Full disclosure, this is my favorite Salt Lake Festival. For details and to see the full program, visit livingtraditionsfestival.com or find them on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Living Trad. Hi there. Before we get into today's conversation, I have an exciting note. CityCast Salt Lake now has a membership program. If you like this show and want to support our work, I would love it if you joined. Membership includes ad-free listening, but most importantly, it helps us continue to do good work in this community and to deepen our relationship with you. Visit us at membership.citycast.fm to join. I also put a link in the show notes. All right, here is what Salt Lake's talking about. What are the best bar deals around town? Where do you take visiting parents to impress them? Is there a local kid-friendly brewery? On the back of my cake mix, where it has specific instructions for high altitude, is that us? These and more are your questions, and today we are answering them. It's a mailbag chock full of Salt Lake hacks. It's Tuesday, October 17th. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Lead producer Emily Means, welcome to our first ever mailbag episode. I want to sing the mail time theme song from Blue's Clues because I'm a child of the 90s. Yeah, hit it. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to whack my tail. tail. When, when it comes, comes I want to wail. Mail. <laughs> when it comes, I want to wail. Did Allie buy an e-bike? <laughs> <laughs> the people deserve to know, Allie. The people deserve to know. Oh, my God. Okay, let's waste no time. First okay. question, listener question we got, did Allie buy an e-bike? I'm asking myself. <laughs> I'll ask you. Allie, did you buy an e-bike? Because we talked about this. We talked about this. You were going to get out of your car and onto a bike. What happened? Okay, here's what happened. A couple things. One, these streets are dangerous, and they continue to be. Did you see that the Utah Highway Patrol and legislators are now working together to define road rage? Because <laughs> we keep literally just hurting people yeah. in the street for no reason, right? There was a part of me that continued to be like, I don't feel super safe on a bike in this city. There are certain streets Fair. where I feel safe, but across the board, I don't. I actually, I do feel safer as a pedestrian, like hmm. on foot. Because you're a little more nimble, right? And yeah. you're not moving as fast and like, et cetera, et cetera. You're not in traffic with everyone. Exactly. And for listeners who remember the episode that we did that this is referring to about whether we could go car free in SLC. And you gave me good advice, Emily, on like trying to ditch my car because I sold my car. I didn't have one for a while. And I was like, could I just stay car free? Mm -hmm. The answer is no. Like, I want to get to trailheads. I can't take a bus to little big water. It's not convenient. Um, I need to be able to transport my dog, which is really hard to do on an e-bike. I know that's silly, but I have a pit bull. He's a big boy. He would not fit in a basket. No, but but I bet you the bike bros who are listening, shout out to our bike bro friends. They might suggest, you know, like a trailer, a Denny sized trailer, a sidecar yeah. or a sidecar. Yeah. 
Listen, the only sidecar I'm interested is an extra shot. <laughs> okay. And we'll get to that, too. We'll get to that, too. Well, Ali, I want to know, did you try any e-bikes? Yeah, I did. Well, and my friend Shireen Gorbani, friend of the show, she has, like, a second bike that I'll sometimes ride with her. So, like, I'm, I like e-biking. I'm really into it. Here's the actual biggest barrier. I don't have anywhere to put the thing. I live in a condo. We don't have a bike storage facility. Um, I tried clearing out this, like, tiny, tiny storage unit I have in the basement to fit a bike in there. It doesn't fit. I'm on foot. You'll see me on foot. Catch me on foot or on the tracks. But it was not e-bike summer as I thought it would be. And so I'm sorry to disappoint. But those are the facts. It's okay. Well, I'm going to get you on the bus maybe. I love it. Okay. Uh, Next question. I think you should answer this one, Emily, means what are funeral potatoes? (laughs) Funeral potatoes is a vibe. It's a feeling. It's It's a philosophy. It's a way of life. But where do they come from? I looked up the origins of funeral potatoes, and Mm. apparently no one is sure where exactly funeral potatoes come from. Although, according to Atlas Obscura, most sources attribute their spread to the Relief Society, a women's organization within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, because one responsibility of the society was attending to the needs of the bereaved, including meals. Hence, funeral potatoes. Oh, so no one knows who invented funeral potatoes because that person is dead. Is that what you're saying? Yes. But at a very basic level, it's a casserole. It's a potato casserole. Um, My mom made it with ham, like little cubes of ham. Shards. (laughs) (laughs) But it's uh, shredded potatoes usually, um, Mm. usually some sort of cream of something or other soup mixed in, Mm -hmm. lots of cheese. It's just like good, delicious, comforting. Cornflakes, hello, red alert. You forgot the most important part. And I'll disclose, I didn't grow up as a member of the LDS faith, and so my mom didn't put cornflakes on hers. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know the cornflakes were spiritual. I think it... (laughs) Spiritual flaking. (laughs) Spiritual flaking. (laughs) So cornflakes are often involved, but not in my mom's funeral potatoes. Okay. So there you have it. Can I just offer something, though, for those of us who want an anti-establishment funeral potato? Yeah. (laughs) The garage on Beck. So their version of a funeral potato, which is really fun, is like a fried ball. So, you know, instead of a casserole with the cornflakes on top, it's like shredded potato kind of a ball what's the word for those hash browns almost like a hash uh brown like a patty no it's round it's perfectly round it is a ball and then they fry it so it's like crispy on the outside and then inside is like kind of shredded potato flavor and then it comes with a good dipping sauce potato flavor potato tbd whether there are actual potatoes involved (laughs) No potatoes were harmed in the making of this funeral ball. Uh, Yeah, so check those out at the garage, especially if you're new in town and you're trying to, you know, get your funeral potato footing. I'll give you one more recommendation. The funeral potatoes from Tradition right across Mm -hmm. from uh, Liberty Park. Allie, have Mm -hmm. you tried those? No, I haven't. I do love that place. Their brunch is phenomenal, but the last time I went, they didn't have an espresso machine. So, Oh, no. Well, and that's oh, a deal breaker. But these yeah. funeral potatoes are swanky AF. They have bacon jam on top. Oh, yeah. It's serious. So I would definitely check those out, too. Okay, that's a good suggestion. Thanks. Okay, 
Next question. You pick one. We got to grab that pick one. Um, Allie, we all know that you are on a quest to visit every bar in Salt Lake County. Mm. What is the best bar deal you've seen on your excursion so far? Okay, when you say bar deal, do you think, Emily, interpreting on behalf of this listener, do you think that they mean like price-wise? I thought about that. And then I was also wondering if it was like a... You know, like a beer and a shot deal kind of thing. Mm-hmm. A boiler maker. What do you call a beer and a shot? I don't know. I never order a beer and a shot. Oh. <laughs> I always grew up calling it a boiler maker, but then there are other names for it that I've heard since <laughs> moving to Utah. Um, okay. A couple of good deals that I've found. So Beer Hive Pub, which is right on Main Street, they do $3 drafts on Mondays. I think that's pretty good. Sure. Yeah. I think especially for Main Street is good. Mm -hmm. And one of the coolest things about that place is that they have an ice bar. Like, so you're sitting at the bar, and then there's a strip that runs through the the wood of the bar that is ice for you to set your glass on. So it's like you have an ice coaster. I love that. So yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, Of course, like oh shucks on First South. Mm-hmm. The one in downtown Salt Lake, they do the um, $3 schooners on Wednesday yes. nights. So that's like that's a lot of a draft and a half. It's like a gallon of beer. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite things about that place used to be that like they had peanuts. And so you could shell your peanuts and throw the shells on the ground, which just feel like, again, very just like, I don't know. I know I'm not fighting the man by throwing a peanut shell on the ground, but like it but feels good. Be. It feels good. You, you could know? get in a fight after. It gives me the same sort of satisfaction as stepping on a crunchy leaf. Like it's a little oh, bit yeah. of just like, mm. um, what else? Uh, oh, that's funny. I wrote, <laughs> I'm reading my own spreadsheet tracker from my bar trip to see what good deals I have written in here. And I wrote, back in the day, you could throw your peanut shells on the ground, but cancel culture came for the peanuts. The libs <laughs> are destroying our freedoms. <laughs> <laughs> I think I probably had had a few too oh, many schooners no, no. when I wrote that. I think so. Well, it's just such a good deal. Who could blame Shout out you? to Nelson, the bartender. <laughs> you know what might also be a good deal? I mean, and if we're talking what? about like bang for your buck, probably the Ducky Death Star from El Chihuahua. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you been there yet? Oh, yeah. It's the only appropriate place to have a meal or any sort of celebration with more than eight people, in my opinion. The only appropriate really? place to the have a table place. of more than eight and not be like actually killing the vibe in an establishment or asking far too much of the servers. Interesting. Yeah. Really, May I define a Ducky Death Star real quick? Actually, oh, how please. do you define it? I don't know how much. I don't know what liquor is in this drink, Doesn't matter. but it's in a big enough glass that you can float a rubber ducky in it. That's why it's called a ducky Death Star. And it comes yeah, it's a with bathtub. a different ducky every time. One time yeah. I got an Abraham Lincoln ducky. Where is he now? I don't know. I'm trying to. F- oh, OK, OK, OK. Here's what it is. There are two kinds of Death Stars, regular and ducky. <laughs> this is <laughs> news you can use. <laughs> The regular ones are made with Rothschild Vodka Everclear and 151 rum. Oh, no. And then I think the ducky, they just add the duck, right? That's what makes it different. <laughs> well, but it's bigger. You're only allowed to have one, I think. Mm. Because mm-hmm. the regular Death Star can't support oh, a duck. <laughs> no, ducky Death Stars are the same as the regular drinks, but they also have a Bud Rita 
Is that the Bud Light margarita, Whoa. like be, like canned cocktail yeah. thing? Or a Wicked mixed in as well. And they come with no a idea. miniature ducky bobbing and floating amongst the ice. Those duckies that are absolutely from Oriental Trading Company. Okay, can I tell you a classy take on the ducky Death Star that actually I found on my bar journey? <laughs> Yes, please. So, do you know Water Witch just expanded next door? They took over the space that was Gnome. It, it's yeah. still Gnome, but it's like now being run as sort of a Water Witch franchise. And it is, they have a full menu, like it's more of a restaurant, but they have one liquor license between the two of them. They have a drink on the menu that is not called the Hello Kitty. It's called the like High Cat or something. Like well, it's because yeah. copyright, but it's delicious. Super, super delicious and like a lovely kind of pinky color. And mm -hmm. at the bottom of your glass, so when you get served the drink, you don't know it's in there. It's like a proposal. It's like putting the ring in a cake, right? <laughs> so like you don't know it's in there at the bottom. But then when you start to drink down the glass, what you discover is like kind of stuck to the bottom of your glass is a little Hello Kitty figurine. Oh, my God. And hopefully you don't choke on it. Is that the... No, it doesn't. You hope? have to, like, kind of yank it up. Like, I think oh. they might use, like, a syrup or something to kind of stick it down oh, there. It's safe. It is very safe. I mean, like, my tombstone cannot read Death by Hello Kitty. <laughs> okay? Like, <laughs> my obit? <laughs> I mean, you know I wouldn't be able to get through it on this show without laughing, and that would be terrible. <laughs> Whenever posture comes up in conversation, we all do that thing where we immediately sit upright and pull our shoulders back. Did you do it just now? I did a movement session with Chandler at Embodied Patients, and after a few gentle corrections, I was surprised to find sitting up straight is incredibly easy. Chandler's practice combines over a decade of study in yoga, Pilates, and the Alexander Technique. So why should you invest in your posture? Let's start with the link between better posture and better breathing. Whether you're returning to activity from an injury, looking to manage pain, or just have the sense things could be a little easier, Chandler will teach you to create sustainable movement habits so that you can enjoy the things you love for longer. Maybe that's running marathons. Maybe it's walking the dog. Visit embodiedpatients.com to book a session with Chandler and give yourself the gift of your own attention. Spring is when leases expire, and if you're looking for a new or better apartment situation, here's the scoop at Ico Fort Union. Fort Union is Ico's newest build in Cottonwood Heights off 1300 East and 6720 South. And as they say in real estate, location, location, location. Ico Fort Union puts you 10 minutes from the mouth of Big Cottonwood Canyon and central to all the Fort Union shops and restaurants, but the complex is located on a dead-end street, so you get peace. Ico Fort Union offers studio, one, two, and three-bedroom apartment homes, plus these very cool three-bedroom work-live apartments, so if you're starting something new, you can live above your business space. Amenities include a pet spa, a spin loft, a bike hub, and EV charging stations. And they are signing leases right now. So visit liveatfortunion.com for a tour. Let's let's take a, a family-friendly question. Uh, mm -hmm. What are the best places to take parents who are visiting for the first time, Allie? What do you think? Where did you take your mom when she visited for the first time? 
This is hard because it depends on what your parents are into. Like, if you have a sports dad, like, that's easy. Take him to a bees game, right? Take him to Real. Yeah. I think a nice place to take parents is the Utah Museum of Natural History. That's a good one. Good view of the city. Good view of the city. It's an architectural marvel. And then right next door, you have Red Butte Gardens. So you can also pop in and kind of have a walk around there. That feels very mom-dad friendly. Can Mm -hmm. I tell you, okay, this is like... This is going to be weirdly gendered and also very specific, but the place that I took my mom the first time she visited me in Salt Lake that absolutely, truly blew her mind, and every time she comes back to visit, she says, can we go there, is Harmon City Creek. (laughs) (laughs) You took her on a tour of Harmon's? Well, it was like one of the early nights after she arrived and I was like, oh, we got to grab some groceries. Let's go to Harmon City Creek. And I was like, mom, you're going to love it. It's probably one of those beautiful grocery stores in the world. Imagine like Whole Foods meets Trader Joe's, but just like better, more localized. The signage is hilarious and like just super coy. You know, like they have boy with an apple in the apple section, right? From the Wes Anderson movie. Like it's beautiful. Like it's got everything. It's got a post office that's open until seven on Sundays. Like, and parents love sending mail. Parents love sending mail. It nutritionist (laughs) office. You can like walk in and just chat with like everything about it is so delightful. And like, I do think if you take your mom or dad to Harmon City Creek, they're not going to be able to resist being like, nice place. Nice place. Good rec. Yeah, that was not Um, an ad. And thank you, Harmons, for sponsoring this show. (laughs) What about you? Where where would you say your parents did not live in Davis County? And listen, they live in Davis County. And so they're not trying to come to the city to hang out usually. My mom is now more and more. um, She actually works in Salt Lake, but she never spends time here, like fun time Mm -hmm. here. Um, well, I'm thinking food, okay? My okay. parents, they love Buca de Beppo's, <laughs> of course. Like, oh, that's we so had a large cute. family growing yeah. up, and it's mm-hmm. the place to go. They serve family-style meals. Yeah. It's in the big city. It's the spot. Um, but I took them to Paranoi Trattoria on Highland. Okay. Blew their minds, okay? Aww. And it's just like, I mean, it's... It's delicious. There's an Italian Nona in the background, like making fresh mm-hmm. bread. Mm-hmm. And a paid actor. A paid kidding. actor. Your parents will be impressed, but they're not going to spend too much money. So mm-hmm. I would take them to Paranoia for dinner. Yeah. Okay, that's a good idea. Thanks. I'm trying to think what else is like super parent. You know what else? Moms love birds. <laughs> Just generally Mm -hmm. go to the Tracy Aviary and then you can do a nice mom walk around Liberty Park. That's Mm -hmm. a nice time. That is nice. (laughs) I just feel like, you know what it is? It's so funny because like when my mom visits, like she doesn't necessarily want us to fill the day with like Mm. recreation. Like she wants to help me get shit done. You know what I mean? Like if I wake up in the morning and I'm like, all right, Sue, like what if we hit Ikea today and then like maybe got a drink after and like a little lunch? She's like, let's do it. Can't wait to see what the Utah Ikea has. You know what I mean? Like, it's like we hit Target together and have a blast. Like, (laughs) just go run errands with your parents. They just want to spend time with you. I actually think sometimes we like not to get into like our collective, everyone's collective trauma of having been a child once, which like we've all done. It's like the only thing we all have in common. But like, I think sometimes we expect our parents to expect a lot of a visit, you know, like it's like and it's like. 
They don't. They actually probably what they want to do is find a way to be like helpful to you or feel yeah. like they're still can be useful or helpful to you in your life. So it's like maybe try just chilling out and taking your mom on a Target trip and like just have a little bonding time in there. I think that's great advice. Okay, Emily, this we have a question here that I think is very interesting, which is someone told us that I'm abbreviating here. They're looking for places to go that are not chains, that allow kids, and that focus on Utah beer and distillery options. And I do think that is a public service because I have a lot of friends who have kids and they're like, I want to go and have like one responsible beer yeah. on a patio somewhere and be able not have to get a sitter or just be able to like bring my kid and they can, I don't know, hang out with us or watch their iPad. Um, this listener sent us a small list that she's already started assembling <laughs> uh, with help from the Salt Lake Reddit community, which includes Squatters Downtown, Bohemian Brewery, Tradition, Ruth's Diner, Sweet Lake, Avenues Proper, Slackwater, Wasatch Brew Pub, Desert Edge, Hall Pass, Red Rock, and Vertical Diner. What do we have to add or emphasize? I will co-sign Slackwater. I love Slackwater Pizza. Um, and in Salt Lake City, they have a fantastic patio. Great mountain views. Mm-hmm. You can bring your kid in, get them, you know, like a limeade or something like that while you peruse Slackwater's extensive beer menu. That's a mm. big part of their shtick is that they have pages and pages of, of beer to offer you. So Slackwater is great. Um, this person also mentioned Avenues Proper. I would add on to that Proper Burger, which is on what, like Main Street and 9th South. It's right yeah. next to Proper Brewing, which is a bar. So you can't take your kid in there. But Proper Burger, you can take your kid and mm-hmm. you can get them a delicious milkshake. I mean, I would just get that probably and then (laughs) skip the beer. (laughs) So I think those are my picks. What do you think, Allie? One that I do not see here that I would add is Legends, which is the sports restaurant uh, right next door to Brewvies. So, okay, here's the thing about Legends that I think is really nice is that it's a sports vibe because a lot of the things that are on this list here are true breweries and you can't guarantee that you're going to get the game. Mm. Um, Legends is like an actual sports pub. So they've got one of those giant drop down projector screens. I watched the women's sweet 16 final there in March. And first of all, I'm always going to go hard for a bar. That's like, yeah, we'll put the women's sporting event on the most largest screen here. We love that. We love that. But yeah, it was nice because some of my friends could like bring their kid and like truthfully, like kids like to watch sports too. Like if you're a football family, if you're like a basketball family, like that's something you want to do with your child. That's a bonding thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think Legends is special because you get like that sportsy vibe with your family. And that's nice. I didn't even know Legends was not a bar. Me either until I walked in and they didn't ID me. And then I was like, I'm taking note. It's like sports Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Not well. There are no animatronics, thank God, um, and they also don't serve pizza. Well, <laughs> okay, so I, you it's actually might be able to get a pizza. Or is it? <laughs> no ski ball. Darn. Okay, we have time for one more. One Let's more one question. More. This is from Alonso, who said, "Do you adjust a recipe's baking temperature because of our elevation?" 
And I saw Alonzo tweeted us about this, and I think that we're maybe a little too late. Alonzo, how did your cookies turn out? That's <laughs> what I want to know. Yeah. But what do we what do we do here? Allie, you bake. We know bakers. Yeah. I'm an okay baker. I can do some things really well. I turned to an expert on this one. I actually prepared for this question. Uh, I reached out to a friend of the show, Lady Flower, who runs, I would call it like a micro bakery. She makes absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous cakes. Gorgeous. Um, Wait, quick, quick, quick aside. I used one of her mini cakes as my wedding cake. Oh, that's right. Isn't that cute? Yeah, Yeah, that was cute. It was delicious. It was delicious. Shout out to Lady Flower. She serves up mini cakes on Fridays and I think Saturdays out with Baby's Bagels out of the old Canela's building. But she also has like a whole online form and you can like order wedding cakes or special occasion cakes from her. And they're just decorated in really beautiful, fun ways. Anyway, I asked her, do we need to adjust our baking times here because of elevation? She said, I have kind of an annoying non-answer but it depends on how long the overall bake time is. So if it's something you've struggled with, like if you're asking this question because things aren't turning out quite right for you, pay closer attention to indicators for doneness than bake time. So if you're Mm. baking a cake and the recipe says 25 to 30 minutes, set a timer for 22 minutes Mm -hmm. and just like start checking on it every once in a while. She says the things to look for are... Of course, we know the, like, stick a knife in and see if it comes out clean. She didn't mention that. The things she looks for are if it bounces back when pressed gently. That feels like a real pro tip. Interesting. Because then you don't have to puncture your cake or whatever, right? Maim it? You don't have to maim your cake. Maim your cake. You don't have to stab your cake. Okay, so... Press on it, see if it bounces back when you press it gently, and then also look to see if it's starting to pull away from the sides a bit. Oh, yeah. Because okay. if it's starting to shrink up, it's probably going to burn soon. This is fabulous advice. Thank you so much, Lady Flower. Yep. I've noticed this too. I like to make, you know, like quick breads. I make banana bread. I made yeah. zucchini bread during zucchini season. Mm-hmm. And I always find that I have to bake for longer or even like turn my oven up a bit. I do think it's really dependent on how your oven operates. And yeah. a lot of us are renters. The ovens are not operating at, oh my God. <laughs> at optimal <No. laughs> at optimal heat. Mm-mm. So yeah, I think that's fabulous advice. Yeah. Okay. This was really fun. Um, Listeners, if you liked this and thought it was fun, then just keep sending us questions and we'll sort of collect them. And then when we get a critical mass, we can do another mailbag episode later on. I also want to say, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I love this kind of like community chatter, there's a segment in our newsletter once a week called Chatter where Therina will share out like recommendations from readers or like uh, little like Salt Lake hacks that readers have sent us and things like that. So you should be subscribing to our Hey Salt Lake newsletter because this kind of stuff is in there, beautifully organized for you and curated by our own Therina Ria. You can subscribe to that at saltlake.citycast.fm. And I don't know, let's get out of here. Okay, bye. Bye. That is all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. Thank you for listening. And if you became a founding member of CityCast Salt Lake today after our intro, I hope you are feeling really good about yourself right now because I am feeling really good about you. 
thank you so much. We will be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Bye.